0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Edgy podcast, for educators and others interested in AI and other new techs, their impact on education, our classrooms, how we work and how we live. In this episode, we're discussing the ethical considerations around AI. This includes how unconscious bias can be introduced into AI by AI developers unintentionally and what impact this can have. We also explore using AI ethically and what that means. The introductions, the blurb at the end of the podcast and the music used in this introduction are all created using AI.
1: Hi, we're talking about AI ethics today, and so we've been talking about this on a number of the episodes around the ethical aspects of AI and what we should and shouldn't do. And uh, so this is an entire episode only on specifically on ethics because it's something that's really quite uh, ma- I think massive and, and is. In, in this, uh, the day and age of Me Too and Black Lives Matter and, and other things like that, uh, this diversity needs to be represented within AI um, and historically it hasn't. Uh, so I think this is a fantastic topic and I'm really looking forward to it. perry what's your sort of views on ethics in AI?
2: Well, with any discussion around ethics, we, we actually have to have a robust Um, understanding the way I look at it, it's not just our own particular bias from our own life experience or the family of origin that we have or but I think it needs to be it needs to blow out it needs to be as robust as possible so then we can be informed um, and also make an informed decision Um, because you know humanity is tied up in ethical behaviour or unethical behaviour AI uh, can can come across as being used for either ethical purposes or unethical purposes. So I think we just open the floodgates and we soak up as much information as possible so we can make up our mind and we can be part of then the decision-making of how we use it to best advantage. So
1: so it's one of these things with ethics that it's not just the direct aspect of what is ethical and not ethical, but it's also the unconscious bias. Mm -hmm. Um, Shaki, what what do you sort of, how have you sort of aspects of around that?
0: Well, I think that we've got to realize that because we're human beings, there will always be people who are going to do things that are not deemed to be ethical or they're doing Mm -hmm. things that are bad. And um, you can't, you know, the law is written for law abiders. It's not written for law breakers. And um, I'm just reflecting on what you're both saying then, and um, I'm not going to get it right, but uh, reflecting on iRobot by Isaac Asimov, there were, I think, three core uh, rules or laws for robots. And, you know, the the third one being, and you shall not hurt any human being. Um, And that's kind of where we got to go with AI, I think. Um, You know, yes, it will be evolutionary and, a bit like sort of anything to do with ethics and morals with uh, human reproduction, for example. It's fraught. Everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has their own um, influences like Carrie was suggesting, but you've still got to come up with something that the the majority of the community, our society can find sustainable. Mm. And this is going to be an evolutionary process. We're not going to come up with the solution all at once but if we could just get some guiding rules or laws right at the start that everybody would agree with like not hurting another human being is a good one <laughs> um but you know there's me saying good but that's from my perspective it might not be good from somebody else's perspective there might be some human beings that some people think ought to be hurt you know so you know, it's just fraught but we've got to talk about things. We really have to talk about things and get everybody as many people's contribution. But hopefully something will float to the surface that we can all agree on and then lock it in.
3: 100%. Because, I mean, I actually think about the, um, all right, so you think of the law and there's a series of lines, usually a huge tome of work that people have to read through and do years of study about even interpret some of this stuff. But that's the word, interpret. No matter how you look okay. at it, it's how you interpret it, and that's why there are this, there are high courts and supreme courts and all these places to really dissect the nuances and the meanings of those words constructed in certain ways. You know, did someone get affected? Yes or no, according to quote unquote the law. And so I guess the question is, is that when we design an AI, as it gets built, as it gets honestly coded I mean uh Suzette I know you mentioned about unconscious bias I know there's been uh examples where unconscious bias have been been put into AI without even the programmers even realizing it and actually causing real effects in the in the in in the real world I mean I'm just wondering Suzette uh, I mean I I do know certainly on on the racial side of things that this certainly has happened
1: very much so and Ultimately, I mean that is you know the, the unconscious bias aspect of exactly that it was unconscious they didn't plan it, um, but the the bias of the data sets and the information that was used to train the AI was re- usually a reflection of the particular uh, point in time of that you know who the programmers were, what what they interested in. For example, um, some of the music uh, AI um, selections. So if you use Apple Music or Spotify or any of those services, you actually being so music's being served up to you based on your preferences and using ai well initially some of those found that what they would do is they would actually surface white male um, actors, singers and um, music artists because that was or particular yeah. segments because that was what was actually being listened to by the programmers at the time and so the ai overturned learnt Oh well that's what you really want I mean this will, this has also come through in things like assessment of a, um, of applications when the name and the gender of the person is actually being provided because it learnt that um, white males were in corporate roles, for instance, so therefore white males got a higher preference in recruitment and these are not these were not intended they were completely un, um, mm. unintended consequences of the data set and the information that was fed in and so coming back to what you were saying about shaki before earlier about you know let do no harm to humans i think is also in itself a very loaded um, and very much Isaac mm. Asimov is, what does harm constitute? You know, what what constitutes, sorry, harm? And what the definition of, you know, harm for one person is not necessarily the definition of harm for another. And so this is very much an area where trying to get that diversity into AI is critical because otherwise it reflects the ideas consciously or unconsciously of a particular segment, whatever that segment is.
0: Mm. Mm, it's a black hole isn't it
2: (laughs) well it's food for thought isn't it and I think that's why we've got to have the discussion and there's plenty of discussion going on but we also I think you know I keep coming back to humans humanity and um, we need to be part of the conversation because of the decisions that are going to be made and so I think that's for me that's a really strong premise as as someone who's got some um, heritage happening in the world, like we all have our families, I mean, if we look at um, our core needs around security, around love, shelter, you know, food, we, we need security around the AI as well if it is not going to be used for the best possible purpose. And we all know it's pretty easy to be seduced by something that um, looks brilliant, but can also add a power base to those of us and, and in our interactions, our collaborations. So I just wanna put that out there and I'm sure we're gonna be challenged on this and we welcome the challenge because that's part of the discussion. What do you think, Ben? I was
3: actually just thinking, um, little side note, going. I mean, we, we talked right at the very start of this whole episode uh, podcast series about it being a tool, AI is a tool. Mm. So what if, and this is, a, this is generally a what if, in italics and bold, but what if AI was, it was, AI was involved in bringing together the different versions of ethics that exist around the planet mm. and bringing it together and, and it can actually help steer some of that conversation because there is a huge body of work and people do years of philo- philosophical yeah. degrees, for example, to be able to pull this together. Huge amount of knowledge yeah. that's got to be distilled somehow so what if AI is involved in strangely the ethics of AI <laughs> process? I mean, I'd know. What do you think, the, <laughs> Suzanne, on that?
1: Very much so, and in fact, it's um, it is ironic. Uh, you know, we've talked about content, right? You know, writing AI before, uh, and how ultimately, in the long run, it will actually learn from content that's been written by the AI in the first place, and in fact, that you know, AI can translate complex language into plain language easier than us as humans. Same sort of thing in, in what you're talking about in that, you know, AI is great at reading through, in inverted commas, for the way it does, but at going through that content and providing insights to us. Uh, and I think ultimately it's it can be a you know, very, very effective tool at providing that grunt work or that heavy lifting on understanding the different nuances across all of that theory and that body of work that you're talking about but it still does require the humans to come back in and provide the oversight because I think um, leaving AI and this is for me is a big thing about the AI ethics is I think AI is fantastic I think it is the the way of the future but it is also not a technology that it works well on its own um, I'm not a big believer in in AI full automation of AI there's been cases things like Facebook and Google and those sort of things where it's Um, disallowed Facebook ads and and Google ads and things like that because of things which actually as a human, we look at and go, that's fine sort of thing. And and we scratch our heads going, why? But it's because of the algorithms and the the ethics behind the back, you know, in the background. And that's where automation, you know, know, as soon as a human looks at it, they go, that's fine. (laughs) Um, So coming back to your research, you know, yes, go through, get the heavy lifting done, but make sure that the human's are involved in the process too um what do you um, i'm just
3: smiling that? i'm just smiling because we know exactly that i know right now that we have a plastic dinosaur replica a little, little, little toy uh currently not allowed on on one of those platforms pillar, because it must it's, it's, it's about trading fossils or some rules like that but it's a plastic dinosaur replica like a kid's <laughs> toy <laughs> and then i was just, I was just smiling because that's exactly that it's uh it can only do what you tell it so rubbish in rubbish out and, and that that's half the job, right?
0: But AI, I, I, as we've been talking about as a tool, language is a tool of communication. Yeah. And language can be extremely powerful. And it can also be misinterpreted. And this is the problem when we're dealing with AI, i been handling this tool, is that, uh, you know, we've already talked about one mm. person's good is not another person's good or bad. And, um, yeah. And, you know, Carrie's point about, you know, must have this human centered, you know, I'm fascinated that the, the writings of uh, the great teachers of all different persuasions across the country or across the world of anything about 5,000 years old, we can still understand, but do we interpret it in the same way as the people uh-huh. did 5,000 years ago? And we can't possibly tell. So, and this is going to be a challenge for ethical discussions about um, AI because it will become fashionable for something to be okay now, which is not fashionable in the future.
1: And there's lots of examples vice, of that. And vice
0: versa, and vice versa.
2: Kerry, you got something to add to that? Oh, well, I was just thinking, um, my mum is 90 years old this year. And when, when we look back and we talk about her life, and what was acceptable, what was understood, or what was communicated, and when things were communicated, she has seen an exponential change to value uh, how values are lived out to how communication occurs, how we now rely on technology for for so much, but how it's also been a tool to to help connect us around the globe. We We can go within seconds. We can meet people around the world within seconds. So you look back on her lifetime. So Jonathan, you are spot on. You are spot on. How do we still maintain the best possible environment for using uh, innovation and creativeness and our brain and capacity that we've built for the best possible uh, reasons and purposes. So I think you're spot on. That's all I wanted to say, Suzette, thanks. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Look For me, it's exactly. I was actually reading an article just the other day about Molly Ringwald. Um, for anyone who's not um, of my generation, Molly Ringwald was uh, an actress uh, who was very big in the, the, 90, the 80s and 90s around and did a particular seminal piece of work called Pretty in Pink. Um, and her, she actually is on record of stating that she didn't want to sit down and watch it with her her daughter, um, one of her daughters, because her daughter is part of, um, very much a uh, part of the woke culture and, and very active in that, uh, and she supports her in that that side of it. But her, her those movies were points in time, and now she said she would never do them that style yeah. because it's a and and that kind of um changing culture in in well changing culture has to be reflected in AI and we you know it's going to it's not it's an uphill no it's not an uphill battle but it's something that needs to be aware from people who are programming AI and things like that that this takes in Um, Ben any final words
3: No, I actually want to know what everyone else's final words are uh, as you're listening into this particular thing
1: because
3: (laughs) ethics is such a deep concept to get into. And there's no amount of a short podcast like this could possibly scrape the surface. So I'd love to know what people are really thinking. So please drop a a note into the comments within the the show notes. We'd love to know what you think.
2: It's a hot potato. Bye.
0: Absolutely. Bye.
1: (laughs) Thanks everyone for having us and we'll see you on the next episode.
0: Thanks for listening to this edgy tech podcast episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. You can find more engaging episodes at edgytech.me on how AI is changing our lives, our classrooms and how we work. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode.